When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Unholy Trinity Podcast. Three blues, three opinions, one Everton podcast. Welcome to episode 12 of the Unholy Trinity Podcast, where this week we'll be looking back at our final game of the season away at Spurs. Ziggerton for Walcott. Walcott shots, it's in! He's done it again against Tottenham, Theo Walcott. We'll be reviewing the end of season awards. On behalf of our fans, I'd like to present this player as a player of the season. Uh, it's been fantastic his debut in Premier League. Um, I can join our club, big ambition, can show us every day. And good for us can show um, all the match he played with our blue shirt. The player of the season is Lucas Dinha. And we'll be talking about early transfer links in the summer transfer window. And you've got several players that were on loan, uh, a few young players that were on loan. Um, and that the squad is too big. If I tell you players, that, that's clear. Uh, that's that's uh, difficult to work for, for a coach. Um, so we have to change that. And, and, and from one side and the other side, we have to fill in uh, a few targets that we think we need. So lads, the season's over. Came to an end last weekend against Spurs. Wasn't a bad way, I don't think, to end the season, to be honest. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game? But you were our man in the stands this week. I was, and, and, and I know I didn't. No one knew I was going either. Didn't um, I didn't mention it. I didn't mention that I was going. No, no. But um, f- first of all, what a, what an incredible setting the, that stadium is. It's it's obviously something totally different to what we're going for with Bramley Moor. But you got to take your, your hats off to Spurs there again. You know, there's a few comments from a few of the Blues who were down there about it's a bit. You know, it's like you know, bowl shaped modern ground. And for me, it's it's just it's just not. It's just it just works. That that big wall behind the the goal that they've that they've done the steep stand. They've got this huge sky bar right at the top and the roof of the of the stadium. Um, they've got hospitality all around. Wi Fi in the stands. The best pie I've ever had in my life, by the way. I don't just mean that I thought pie was it. It was a it was a beef and onion, uh, pie. It had like carrots and potatoes in. A bit of a cheese crumb as well on the crust. Oh, that's nice, uh, and the beauty of it was, I got a I got a pint a pint of Amstel. That was all right, uh, four quid. Not too bad, London yeah. prices, four quid. And the pie should have been three fifty. I got it for a quid. I don't know why. She just just charged me a five. I swiped my card and I was away. Uh, but the yeah. best pie that I've ever had. That surprises me. Them prices. Yeah, for London, you, you compared to the Emirates. Yeah, yeah. They weren't bad at all. Uh, I just I just think it was just done. And it's been done really, really, really well. And I'm sure the Spurs fans would would say the same. It was it was worth the wait for them. Um, but the game, the game itself, you know, we were going obviously off topic there, talking about pies. But the, <laughs> it's an important part of football. It is. It is. You know, the, the, the fan experience is something which is, is really important. Uh, but the game itself, it had, it had a feel, I thought, of, a, of a, an end of season game about it. Um, it wasn't a particularly high intensity. We didn't start particularly well that first yeah. twenty twenty five minutes. We were very much on the on the back foot, a little bit sloppy. Um, a few injuries as well, aren't there? Both sides, both yeah. sides. To be honest with you, they made quite a few changes. We obviously we had a, we had sort of three of our, our main men not playing as well. Um, but yes, yeah, Spurs, Spurs were the better side and deserved deserved to take the lead at the was it three minutes? Um, yeah, you mean comes in at the back and looked a little bit. He sort of flapped a bit at the corner. Um, but you know things things picked up and I thought I thought all no, we did we did quite well. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with you on the stadium, by the way. I've had a few mates as well who've been and they've said that it's absolutely the acoustics in it. And you mentioned it as well, didn't you? You know, Isn't the noise that... is incredible and it's, it stays in the ground. Now, normally these new grounds, because people are a bit further away from the pitch, it's, you tend to lose, lose it, don't mm-hmm. you? Do you have, do you have but, done away the stands are that much closer than like, to the Emirates? 
Uh, Wembley, yeah. obviously the the Olympic Stadium where you, you're practically sitting in the at Upton Park, trying to see trying to see the uh, the pitch. But no, yeah, the I mean the acoustics were was tremendous. Um, it's just it's just been done been done really really well. But the event side on the day, I, I thought the changes impact was quite a bit. Um, losing Richardson probably especially was it was a major a major one. Um, Walcott didn't start particularly well. It was funny because I was watching. I was watching Walcott on the right and Bernard on the left, and the difference between how the two of them play. Yeah, Bernard was, was very good, wasn't he? Until he went off. He was our, he was our man the match. I yeah. thought. Um, but if you watch Walcott, he very much stays on the line, and he, he not looking to come inside. He's not comfortable coming inside. Do, do you think that's stylistic, or do you think that's tactical? I, I just think that's him. I think that's, that's how he plays. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't feel comfortable coming onto his left foot, does he? No. Um, he, he likes the ball just to be played in, in behind if he likes yeah, to be coming yeah. on so whereas if you watch Bernard what he was doing was he was coming to our, our back four and saying give yeah. him the ball give him, he wants to make things happen um, and well, that frees up the full backs of the width yeah, I think yeah. that's where you know obviously he stumbled upon it didn't he Silver yeah. uh, by playing Richarlison out there and yeah. I think the fact that Richarlison does similar to Bernard likes to come in get involved mm. and obviously link the play that frees up the full backs of the width and obviously Coleman's game came on, I think, directly as a result of that, wasn't it? Mm. You know, Walcott loves that run as well, doesn't he, inside the full. He's always looking to make that yeah. run, isn't he, inside the full-back and on the blind side yeah. all the time. But, um, you know, going back to the point of the game, I think, yeah, look, they've come off a fantastic result, haven't they? So they were absolutely buzzing as a team, um, you know, and getting to some great scenes for them, wasn't it? Getting to the, to the Champions League final. Hopefully they can, they can win it now in a couple of weeks. But, um, <laughs> no comment. Then, yeah, no comment. But um, no, but genuinely, I thought you were right. I thought they, they obviously started pretty quick, but I think we came into it quite a bit after half time, didn't we? Um, Even before half time, I thought we settled after about 20 25 minutes and we had a couple of chances, you know, where I mean, Bernard had one where Larice got down to his right, mm-hmm. um, decent efforts. There was a couple we put on target right at Larice as well, and you could see we were starting to play a little bit of football, um, you know, that last sort of 20, 20 minutes after the first half. and um, you could see then. I thought, you know, with, with this effort side now, with the the mentality, we're away at Tottenham one 0 down. You still think we're in the game? I think maybe in previous seasons you'd think the game was gone. I know, I know it sounds daft up one 0 yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think the attitude of the, of the side and the way that we play, I think I think that you always think that we're in the game. Doesn't matter who we're playing, mm. as long as the scores one even two 0 we're in we're in the game. I was surprised by how we, how we uh, responded when we went one down because. Mm. Yeah, as soon as that goal went in, I thought, gosh, yeah, you know, same story. We're going to lose this, what, two or three nil. We're going to struggle to come back now that first goal's gone in. Um, but we do, we do look like a different Everton side. But was, but confidence, isn't it? it conf- confidence it. breeds, obviously, confidence, but also it breeds resilience as well, doesn't it? Yeah. I think Silver's Everton now, you know, does have the beginnings of an identity. And he strikes me as a manager, obviously, likes to play attacking football, but I think he also. You know, he, he's obviously built a lot of those players up as well, hasn't he? I think he's improved. I mean, we'll go on to review some of the players later, but I think he's improved a lot of those players, not just technically as well, and obviously positionally and things like that, but I think also mentally as well. Which you know, because we were a lot of us were throwing, you know, everything at some of them for being weak mentally and everything else mm-hmm. earlier in the season. And it, um, it, it was an end, end of season game, but don't forget, Spurs could have got third yeah. if they beat us, yeah. and um, well, the results went their way. So they they have plenty to play for. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, like you, I think you're right to say in, in in years gone by there we definitely would have probably gone on to lose after conceding an early goal or that wouldn't you mm-hmm. think we've been so good defensively as well don't forget that's probably a shock to the system as well because you know we're not used to conceding oh, you know, 8 clean sheets in 10 so that would have been a bit of a shock after 2 minutes well, that's it by a brilliant free kick from Ericsson you'd say we win that game yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, someone next to me said when he, when he got the free kick if that doesn't go in we win the game before he took it, yeah. But you just had a feeling it was going to go in. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a stupid foul from Gomez, really. It was. It was. Thing. I mean, there was there was no no real need for it. But if anyone was going to do something, it, it was Ericsson. He's, he's just a quality player, isn't he? But I mean, what was the atmosphere like, Mike? In terms of like, I know I saw videos and stuff of the fans because obviously they were keeping an eye on Liverpool. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly comment <laughs> on on that can on the uh, the impact of Man City and Liverpool. But with the Wi-Fi, it's a massive help. But the the, the beauty of the of Spurs Stadium was. Underneath the stand, they were showing the uh, the games on the screen. So the Man City game was on. Um, I had live score set up obviously yeah. with the Wi-Fi, so my phone was buzzing. So I knew Liverpool were one up, I knew Brighton went one up, and then 
next minute. For a minute, they were going to win the league. Well, well, when when Brighton went one up, I was trying to sort of relay the message to people, but then all of a sudden, Everton fans started seeing. Oh, what is like? Is my phone on or something here? But because it's equalised so quickly after that goal, yeah. once the second goal went in and, and the fourth <coughs> scored, it was. I mean, the Everton fans just went just went ballistic, and there was. I mean, you've seen footage of. This one fair had, had a city flag and a, a Raheem Steer, the mask on, and he was like doing <laughs> up and down the steps and the, the security were going ballistic, but he had this mask on and his, his Man City flag. And listen, people are going to say it's bitter, it's dead, it's that. It's not. It's football rivalry is what it is. They do the same for us. Of course. They do the same. And they did it for United not that long ago. Of course you know they did. Listen, so. listen, it's football rivalry. It's what it's all about. We don't, we don't want them to win, win anything at all. They don't want us, us to win nothing at all. That's how it should be. I, I love all that. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was good. It was good the way that that, that was sort of uh, playing out. But you've seen videos. It was at one point there was a lot of the fans weren't even in the seats. They were underneath the stand watching the city game. Right. Um, but it was it, listen. It was it was all all the fun of a uh, football rivalry. But as you know, on the whole, while the game we went, we went away to Spurs, had sixteen shots, nine on target. Yeah. Spurs had eleven with three on target. It shows you the, the sort of change in how how we've been playing since sort of February March time. It's just a massive change. It's not going to be many teams that go to Spurs new ground uh, or, or whenever Spurs have been at home and do that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. I mean, in the entire Premier League as well, not just outside of the top yeah. six. I think any top team. Yeah, I know they're focusing on the Champions League and rightly so. And, and obviously, you know, not to be sort of downplaying a little bit. West Ham went there and. One, didn't they? But I mean, um, the week before. But yeah, you know, you're right. We've still got to go there. You know, they would have been absolutely buzzing as a, as a squad. You know, from from beating Ajax and getting to their first ever European final. So that comes into it. But I just think, yeah, you use the word there, might be grew into the game. I think that's that's a sign of that you win in the midfield battle, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that balance. I mean, I know I probably would have said would probably have wanted Gomez to start but um, I can see why you can clearly see why Schneider didn't start I think, I think he's we played all, really well hasn't he well, we, all, we all said didn't we before the game I think we all said we can't well definitely me and Pete we can't see him changing the side I, I thought Schneider would start the game it made perfect sense because of the way that Tottenham play you don't want to be overran in midfield so I understood why Schneider played from the start and I thought he had, he had another real real solid game um, as I say, I think Bernard was the one while he was on who was making things happen and, and he stood out. I thought Kurt Zuber right back did a great, real good job. You know, we've got a big six foot five centre half playing right back and I, I could, I'd seen him all. I think uh, I think I, I put out on Twitter that he was he was cracking crossing. That's why I said he's obviously he's playing right back here. Uh, but he had he had a good he had a good game, he's he's a good professional, he's very, very good. Um What does that say about Kenny though? Do you know what I mean? Because really I mean the writing's on the wall there. Really. I don't think we'll see him next season. I mean, but we'll discuss obviously the the latest transfer links that we've had. You know, early on uh, since the window opened, and right back is is a top of the discussion. Whether it's cover for Coleman or someone to replace Coleman, but yeah, I thought that what 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 happens to John Joe Kenny, but potentially he could be moved on. Whether it's a loan, whether it's a permanent deal, he could he could be moved on. Uh, meaning he's good enough though to stay. What do you guys? What do you think, Pete? <sighs> I love him, but no, no, <laughs> no. I, I mean, every Evertonian wants uh, you know a player that's come through the youth system to get ingrained into into the starting eleven and stay at the club and do well. You want that for every single player yeah. that comes through the system. And every time there's a new face or new name on the bench, you chuffed, aren't you? Yeah, of course. You know we've got a fantastic youth system. Look what the under twenty threes have done again. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. He could be one of the players like Adam Forshaw, or um, I know Dow's still at the club, but it's looking like um, he might not stay either. Mm. You know, he could be a player that will still have success, and when that happens, Evertoning is always pleased. You always just to see yeah, former youth players do well, aren't you? If he does move on, then it doesn't. He's going to be a footballer. For, he's going to have a career as a footballer. He's played at a very, very good level. He's been a good deputy for, for Seamus Coleman when he first came in. I mean, I think back to when the, the crowd were calling for him to get into, into that Everton side going back sort of 18 months ago when he, and he came in and, and did a good job he hasn't particularly kicked on for me but he's not really if you're not starting week in week out as a young player I think it's very very hard to develop um, but yeah it, it, what it said to me was Silver thinks he's going to be moved on or he will be moved mm-hmm. on in the summer um, I mean yeah you mean he came in um, and barred the, the first sort of 10 minutes I, I put him up there for one of our, our better players and he was up there for the Man of the Match award for me as well. I thought he was 
another player who grew into the game, got a bit of confidence. He, he passed. That's someone that you don't really rate or not it's, rate it's as not, well. It's, yeah. it's not about not rating, I mean it. I said I've said it before. I, I will the lad to do well. I really do. I want him to do well. He's had a, he's had an inconsistent season. He's had injuries. Um, he hasn't played many consecutive games. So in the Premier League, you can't you can't develop uh, if if you're not playing games. I hope he does. I hope he does sort of get games consistently next season. If we can't get Zuma, he could be the one who's going to. You thought he you thought he did all right, yeah. I think yeah. after about the first ten or fifteen, yeah, it was yeah. a fault for the first goal, really. Wasn't yeah, it? he sort of tried to clear it. He was a fault for the corner, and then. He couldn't do much the, going, he, for yeah. me. He couldn't do much with the corner. It was going out. He was trying to keep it in. But it was going out for a goal kick. Or something, I don't know. Listen, I'm not going to blame him for that. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, he sort of misjudged the corner when it came in, didn't he? Uh, but I think he grew into the game. He, he panics a little bit sometimes. There was one point where play, uh, Spurs played the ball over the top, and I mean he's all limbs, isn't he? Yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't look comfortable with his size. Yeah, he's he's not. Doesn't really. And he looks like an athlete. Yeah. yeah. He looks like he's about to fall over. Yeah. Well, like he, Sacco. <laughs> he's, 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 he's got like a strange running running technique to be honest with you yeah. um, but he was Spurs put a, like a straight ball over the top it was going right through to pick but no one's panicking nothing yeah you mean then just appears from nowhere these limbs legging it absolutely legging it after the ball pick was like that just relax relax you know, there's no one around him but yeah, he was just, yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. he's just not aware at times but um, I thought all in all yeah I thought he had, he had a half decent game to be honest with you against Spurs Walcott didn't do too bad um, got his goal, good finish, a good move. Luckman came on and, and was bright again. Yeah, he was. Um, nice little pass from Sigurdsson, uh, good finish from from Walcott. Um, but he he wasn't massively effective for a lot of the game. Walcott, but listen, it was a great it was a great finish for the goal. Um, Tosson come in for for Calvert Lewin. How did he play? His, his hold up play, I think, is generally very well. It's generally good. He's just, he's, he's strong. He brings plays in quite well. He's technically pretty good, isn't he? His touch is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean he just hasn't got any, he hasn't got the legs to get around. He's, got, he's got no pace. He's yeah. got no pace. I mean, he did his best not to score. When I mean, I may have often tried to put the ball back at an effort a second goal, and he just about squeezed it over the line, didn't he? Um, delighted for him that he scored. I mean, if anyone needs a goal, it was him. Mm. Um, I still think he can do a job for those, and people might think, oh, you know, you're talking rubbish. I still think. He can do a job, but he struggles as a, as a one. We miss Calvert Lewin's run. Calvert Lewin will run the channels and he'll chase the the, the, the two centre halves and what, and what put them under pressure. Tossing as much as you might try and do that, he hasn't got the legs to do that. Yeah. So we miss that. If you put him in a two, he does play that that much better. But I think he he he'll be on his way anyway. But all in all, I think the players that came in did did well well enough. Um, Luckman came on and was fairly bright. Wanted the ball. Um, but I thought it was a decent, it was a decent end to it, to a season that was, it was full of so much potential at the start, and we've only really realised the potential in the last sort of eight ten weeks, haven't we? So we've had a hell of a run, haven't we? Yeah, the, the last ten games or so. Look at look at the fixtures, look at the at the well, third, in the, third in the form table, it was, yeah. it? But look at look at who we, who we yeah. played. That's the thing. It's who we who yeah. taking points. Yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't beaten like so called like lower side, uh, or you know. Teams you'd be expected to beat, wouldn't mm. it? You know, that was thing that was one of the things I did like about Silver. You know, probably about two months ago, was in the presser. He was he actually said, and he goes, you know, this record isn't good enough. Simply against the top six, we need to put mm. it to bed. Not only did he do that, they went on and won. Obviously, three was it three out of the next five or something against those sort of sides. So well, you, yeah, you, you know, that, that sort of mentality from the managers. What it's none of this like we're taking a you know a knife to a gunfight chat. You know what I mean? It's literally. Look, I, we should be we should be beating these teams. Uh, and look, I know some of them are going to transitionary periods, or whatever. We still got to beat them. We still got quality players, haven't they? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, of course, of course. And you know, we've had a, overall we've had a great start to the season. I thought, or a decent start. We had a very good finish. Let's just hope we can carry it, carry it into the new season. Now keep that squad together. And then carry it into the new season's the key for me, isn't it? You've got to keep those players up. I think so. You've got to. Yeah. And Silver said that himself. You know, I know Richarlison's been linked with, you know, um, every bloody team uh, mm. recently, and things like you know the press are dying to sell him, aren't they? Um, and his agents made some comments today, didn't he? But again, that, there was nothing in that really. Well, that's it. it. Yeah. After ruining the transfer <clears throat> window last season, he's now a, a bargain for yeah, hundred million. Yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking of which, actually, obviously moving into that. Did you see that video? I don't know whether you guys saw it of when they, he obviously found out he got onto the car. Ah, the Brit, yeah, the Brazil squad yeah. from America. Yeah. I believe I sent it to the that? two of you. Did you send it to you? I did, yeah. Did yeah. Sorry, Pete. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, credit <laughs> credit's due. Yeah. But no, um, 
how good was that though there he's sitting there with all his family and also as well like two or three of his the young kids who got Everson tops on and like, yeah that's brilliant that one I absolutely loved that but uh, it shows you what it means so that sums that for him sorry for me that sums him, him up as a player doesn't it definitely he's very passionate, seems he? grounded doesn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Got a, he's got the, the right kind of arrogance you want a football yeah, player yeah. to have arrogance yeah. on the pitch correct you know, he, you know he's proved it I mean you can't call him you know like Lukaku was sort of you know a flat track bully and he, he turns up in big games didn't he you know he, he scored against United a spectacular goal he scored against was it Chelsea as well was it? he scored against them as well mm. um, you know so you, you can't accuse him of that he always turns up in those sort of games he seems like he's dying to play football as well yeah, you know yeah. we, we've known for a while that he's been injured hasn't he yeah. the last um, sort of three or four games he's been yeah. struggling with it's like a rib injury yeah yeah, yeah that's but, it but it looks like he's been dying to play yeah, yeah. the attitude of the kid we, he's I had a discussion the other day about this in regards to um, Richard Allison and his attitude and obviously on the back of that video and it's just for me that's what you want to see for your players you want you want to see players who not only want to play but they want, they want to win he's, he's, taking, he's taking massive pride in going away with his country to mm. represent his country but make no mistake the kid the kid's a winner the kid the kid wants, wants to do it all he wants to develop I'm sure at some at some point we I mean what we do we need to we need to match his ambition because yeah. I'm sure he's yeah. very very ambitious. Yeah. But to see yeah to see that kind of video and obviously to go back where he's where he's come from I think it's it's just fantastic to see to be honest with you. Um, and if all the players were like that, then it'd make for a much better footballing world, wouldn't it? Um, but he's one who he's not going to go anywhere in the summer. His agent was talking wasn't he today about uh, the bit of incest with Inter Milan. Um, but there's been no contact with Everton. Everton are talking £100 million if you want to sign by him. Uh, he's dead happy at the club. Um, so he's going to he's gonna go nowhere and he's going to become one of our, our main players, I think. The silver link's crucial for me there. Mm. He obviously looks mm. up to silver as a bit of a father figure. There's obviously the language, you know, the Portuguese side of it. I think that that's the reason I think we may get Gomez as well, because of the silver link. Um, you know, and, and you saw some of... Um, Marcel Brands' comments about you know when he brought the manager in at the right time in negotiations, he obviously seems to really trust him, doesn't he? In terms of like yeah. having a chat, this is what this is the type of foot you want to play. This is where the club's going, um, and you know I think that'll be key into re- retaining some of those some of those guys, really, especially mm. like Bernard and people like that. Mm. Who you know if we can, as I said, if we can keep those guys together, and then hopefully get Gomez. Zuma looks like it might be a bit more difficult, doesn't it? But that's crucial, isn't it? Like. Like you say, to add to that squad rather yeah. than have the task of replacing yeah. key yeah. players yeah. if we lose them. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think if we've got any ambition of trying to, you know, break that top six or get into it, I, I think it'll be tough next season. Uh, you know, people are saying a three-year plan. I think it might take another season to even have a, some sort of squad capable of beating that. Uh, mm. You know, getting in that top six. Um, but I mean, we we we'll expand a bit more on transfers and that and that sort of shortly, but. Before we do, I think it's key to sort of mention and discuss how well certain players have done this season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, obviously, you've mentioned Gomez and Zuma. Um, over, you know, Zuma probably started the season quite slowly, didn't he? But he was in and out of the side a bit, wasn't he? Um, he couldn't play against Chelsea, so then Mina came in, so he lost lost a couple of a couple of games there. But when he's been settled, I think he's massively, massively improved. And I've said it time and again, he's been our best centre half by by a country mile. Um, he plays like a winner, doesn't he? I think he's got a winner mentality, hasn't he? He's come Aggressive. from yeah, he's come from Chelsea. You know, it's, obviously it's a, a side that wins things on a regular basis or has done over the last sort of ten ten years or what have you. Um, so we, he's another one with, with a winning a winning mentality, and it's someone that we need to sign. Oh, it's difficult to, if we can sign time down. Fantastic, but if we look at the, the, the Dixies that came out the the awards for the end of the season uh, that came out the, a few days ago. Luca Dean was for ourselves would be said for quite a long time and it was always muted within social media of Everton fans that he was the one who stood out this season and rightfully deserved it the fans play of the year uh, no one else for me as you say Gay probably running close in recent, recent well, wasn't weeks. he joint players player they, won, they won the joint yeah. players player yeah the first time that's happened and I can understand understand that but for your first season to come across to England and make that kind of impact that Luca Dean has I think he started the season well in terms of he was a, always an attacking threat, wasn't he? His assists, his goals. But I think defensively he's improved as the season has gone on. That was one side of his game that he, he needed to work on. I think he has. And, and he, he's, he's really, just for, me, for, for, for ourselves, he's, he's really shot, hasn't he? And it, 
in a season that's had obviously many many ups and downs for the club. He's not had many bad games, has he? I can think the only thing ones I can think of is maybe Millwall. Millwall yeah, the cup is probably one. Where a lot of them, a lot of them went missing did. that game. You know, but um, you are right to come into a new league, obviously a fast-paced league. But you've got to remember his pedigree. I mean, the, the lads played for Barcelona, he's played for Roma. Hmm. Um, he was yeah, PSG. PSG. Hmm. So you know, and he's a French, French, French. He's very unlucky not to get into the French squad. Yeah, for the World he was Lille as well. Um, for PSG, was he? Yeah, yeah, didn't he play with Gate? He was in the same same club as Gate. He was actually right. Yeah, they both. But you look, you could just see early doors. I mean. The guy's a cultured footballer, isn't he? You know, what I mean, just his touch and everything else, and he adjusted to the pace of the league quite a bit. And I think, you know, Leighton Baines. I think after a few training sessions, he was probably thinking, right, it's going to be a tough season here for me because you know we all love Leighton, and he'll go down, rightly go down, as probably our best ever left back. But uh, to come in and have the season he's had, the, you know, you've got to give him massive credit there. Well, Baines, um, Baines started the season as the yeah, last against yeah, the Wolves, didn't he, yeah, in yeah. that first game and. To, to display someone of, of Leighton Baines calibre and then obviously he's, he's the wrong side of 30 now but, but you know what, what a fantastic player he's been for ourselves so we were always concerned with um, replacing someone like Leighton Baines probably the same with Colin on the right hand side actually but Leighton Baines is that bit older and Luca Dean's come in and you know absolutely seamless he, he's, an, he's an attacking threat defensively he's now he's now improving as well um, Chances created. He was. He was like. I think he was the highest fullback, wasn't he? I'm sure yeah, he was. Just, in terms of like crosses and everything else, and just creating yeah. chances in general, he yeah. was definitely up there in terms of. Um, but he's shooting as well. You know, look at some of the goals he scored. <laughs> yeah. He scored some absolute worldies, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, if your fullback can do that on top of basically, you know, defending and creating. Um, I mean, we've got a special player there. He's linking um, up lovely with Bernard as well. Yeah. So they've got a great understanding. Some yeah. of the passing moves yeah. that the two of those have put well, together. Both intelligent footballers, aren't they? You can see it. Um, and so if we can keep that left side together, that'll only get stronger next season. I think. I think if the season would have gone for maybe two months, two or three months more, Bernard is in, in with the shelf for player play of the season. The way that he's has yeah. now kicked on, hasn't he? Over yes. the last yes. the last sort of couple of months and. Still, will be trying to get more goals out of him. I think. Though. I he think needs to improve. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah. He needs to shoot more. He probably needs to be more selfish at times. Yeah. Um, you know, because if you look at the wide forwards now, it's an important position, isn't it? You know, you, you want them chipping in with double figures at least. We've said in previous podcasts, <clears throat> haven't we? Previous episodes that he's been a, a nearly man this season so many mm. times. Like how many times has he, he been in positions where he should have scored and. Um, he's fallen over a lot, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he needs yeah. to change his footy boots. <laughs> Whatever happens, go, next go back, go back to screwings. <laughs> but, but he's doing all the right things. Is he's getting yeah. in the right positions? And I'm sure next season he'll be an even better player. Don't forget though, that get a, get a full pre-season under his belt. We've said it time and again. Yeah. That's so important to play. Didn't have it last season. Uh, we haven't, haven't played since March. Came in from Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, was out for months, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 he was. And you know, he's, he's only small, he's only slight. But you've seen his, his strength develop over the last few yeah. months as well. He's, he's a lot stronger on the ball for a little fella. He, he's, he's done well in terms of... His work rate is what's impressed me as well. Yeah. Obviously, he's technically, you can see he's technically, technically gifted, but you know his work off the ball is infectious, mm. isn't it? You can see it. He's, 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 you know, if, if we lose a ball, he's sprinting back into position, isn't he? You know yeah. what I mean? And, and I think that's what's kept him in the side a lot as well, mm. not just obviously his, his, his play going forward. Yeah. It's also his defensive work as well. And mm. Silver wants everybody doing that. But I think he he's you know one of the best in the in the in, mm. well in, sorry in our team at, at sort of closing down the space which is what Silver wants isn't it? Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. Going back to that, I think he he's had a good. I know you said Zuma has been by far and away the best at half. But I just want to give a shout out a little bit to Michael Keane as well because I think Keane. But he won he won the um, the Blue Blood Award wasn't it with the with yeah, the was like most improved player type basically. Yeah, but yeah. but someone who. Who's, who sort of encapsulates what the club is all about and I think Ken like mentioned obviously last season wasn't his season wasn't he struggled yeah. we know we had in, injury problems with his with his foot um, but when he was given the award he, he seemed generally humble by yeah. it didn't he? he was generally chuffed wasn't he yeah of yeah. course and, and he has he, has he seems like a really nice lad doesn't he yeah, yeah he's like, like a choir boy isn't he Michael Keane you yeah. know what I mean yeah. it's like, it's not like a nasty bone in his body yeah. Um, but yeah some, someone who's it was over the course of this season again. It's massively improved and attracted got, a lot of admirers. Arsenal, Arsenal, Spurs, wasn't yeah. it? To see with them linked. Um, but what what a great partnership he's formed with Kate. Yeah, that's well. been key. The, the yeah. more they play together, the better they've got, haven't they? Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, he, he very rarely uh, loses at aerial battles. Mm. I mean, he wins pretty much all of those. Um, you'd say the only thing he's really vulnerable at is when he's against obviously a quick forward. He's the pace inside it. out. Yeah. yeah. 
But that's why Zoom is so good next to him because he's obviously on pace to recover. It, yeah, um, it, it reminds me a, a little bit. And I know back in the day, Jagielka wasn't slow. <coughs> Excuse me, but when when he was with Sylvan Distan, Distan was the pace one. He he, he, had, he had more pace than Jagielka, and as much as he wasn't as quite as good a footballer. He could recover and he could cover Jagiel if he made a mistake, and that's yeah. what I'm seeing a little bit with, with Keane and Zuma. Um, but I mean, you're, we've discussed them already. Young player of the year gets Allison. Yeah. It wasn't particularly in doubt, was it? I mean, no. Calvert Lewin ran him fairly tight, I think, probably late on. But I think Richard Allison, you know, the goals he scored, um, it's we discussed his attitude already. Yeah. Coming with a big price tag, Paul Mason slagged them off. Um, Richard Allison got his own back. Um, on the last day of the season with a tweet he, yeah. what was it a big hoax or something like that he tweeted the yeah, 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 last day of the season yeah. so he's come in and probably a lot of pressure on his shoulders as well he came in as a 21 year old did well for Silva for the first sort of few months of watching. that opening game for me just under, I mean a lot of players particularly young kids who come in for that sort of price tag you know it does intimidate some players doesn't it you know, think, oh, the, the spotlight's on me I'm the 50 million pound man or whatever you know we actually paid for him but I mean, that first game, he, he just put his mark straight away, didn't he? Yeah. Took his goals brilliant. I mean, the first one obviously was obviously from a set piece and it fell to him, but the second one, I mean, he took that brilliantly, didn't he? Yeah, the second goal was, he, was fantastic. Yeah, and he plays without fear, doesn't he? Mm. He's not scared to try things. I don't know, there's times where he's very frustrating mm. uh, this season, particularly when we go into that bad spell where he was probably trying to do too much, wasn't he? And he was overdoing it and he always played. He sometimes doesn't play with his head up enough. I think that at that you know, time, he, um, during the bad spell, I think what what other, other teams were doing were they were they were putting two men on each Allison and taking them out of the game, mm. and that's where his frustration was coming from because yeah. he was getting no space. Oh, he, he got fouled a bit. Yeah, he, he did, did get kicked. He yeah. did, and, yeah. and that's where obviously his frustration sort of stemmed from that. Um, and he got but, red, didn't he, for kicking out, didn't he? We got it sent off as well against yeah. the, um, obviously the, the the Bournemouth one, which was just yeah. just yeah. embarrassing, really, wasn't it? Uh, it wasn't a good card for me, but it's just just a just a really and I made up for him personally mm-hmm. as well. As I say, coming in lot lot of money, um, getting sleeted in terms of the price room, the transfer market, and and so on. Um, but it just shows the attitude of the player. It's just fantastic, yeah. and it's something which which I'm I'm delighted to see. And, and he's, he's going to the Brazil national team, which at yeah. his age and score goals you know, for and him not well. playing for a Champions yeah. League team, which is yeah. you know. For, for those sort of uh, nations, you, you know, you, mm-hmm. most of them are. I think you know you consider where he started. Obviously, Silva's brought him in. Other teams are looking at him. We we took a bit of a gamble, and and you know what a season he's had really. Yeah. Um, and you know to get into that squad's not easy. You know what I mean? Because they've no. got some absolutely. You look at that, you look down that um, that squad there. They've got some absolutely you know world class players, haven't they? But it um, shows, as, as we said earlier, it shows what it means to him. Yeah. Sitting there with family, friends, locals, yeah. you know, go, yeah. going back home. Round the telly, yeah, you know, on sit on the floor, and the delight in his face, yeah, you know, amazing. everything shares everywhere over in Brazil, yeah. and that this is what it does. You yeah, know, there's, there's such a massive footballing country having a Brazil international in your side. Yeah, it, it takes you global. It, yeah. it, it advertises the club again, and for me, he's, he's just a fantastic ambassador for for the club. Yeah. Um, great attitude, and I'm delighted, and only only see him getting better in yeah. a, in, a, in again a settled side, a settled system. Um, so it's it's all it's all positive for for, for ourselves. What, what's your thoughts on? Um, I know we'll touch on the transfer, but on on the Gomez scenario. Then I mean, we've all you know clearly said he's, he's obviously a talent. You seem to think, Mike, we'll get him, don't you? you it's funny, you know what? Do you know what? I've, I keep on changing my mind on a daily basis. One day, one day, I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? We ain't going to get him. I can see him. I think he says yesterday, I've seen him to Spurs. I still see him going to Spurs. Uh, he's got the law of Champions League football. Apparently, at the the game last weekend, after the warm, he sort of stood there and was taking it all in on his own, sort of like looking around and looking at like that big stand, and you think, you know, he's, he wants to come here. Um, but then I just then then I, I'm sit, I sort of come in today, I'm sitting down and on social media, and I think. How can we get him? I, and I think it's going to be announced quickly. That's my that's my stance yeah, today. It, seems it's, it, it needs to be. It, it, does, it yeah. has to be. It can't drag out. There's nothing for me stopping us getting that over the line quickly. It's all down to the player. It, it's 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 whether it comes down to whether he he's, the ambition he's got. One can we match it? Does he is he willing to give us sort of another eighteen months, two years to try and get to where he wants to get, or does he want it now? And if he wants it now, then he'll move somewhere else. It's not about the, the yeah. money for me. He begin giving good money at Everton, um, but does he show a little bit of loyalty to the club 
that when he was going through a really rough time in Barcelona, went over, they got him, they showed him some love. The fans are falling in love with him. He's falling in love with the club and the fans. Does he show us that little bit of loyalty? Is it still around in modern football? I don't know. And that's why my opinion on what's going to happen and whether he stays, whether he goes, changes probably on a daily basis because I just don't know. I love him to stay. I think, though, he's more replaceable than Kertzuna. And Kertzuna's the more difficult to get over the line. I can see what you're saying, but I just think... He reminds me so much of like the likes of you know it's Arteta. It's Arteta. Like, yeah, 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 it reminds me of that. I think it's crucial we get him. I know people are making that argument about the Zuma thing, and I can understand that because he Zuma's been fantastic. But I just think Gomez, you know, he's coming to the league and he's adapted to it. He's stronger than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, in terms of being able to hold off people, he's got but, good balance. You see, yeah, exactly. And I like that, and, I, mm-hmm. and you know, and I, I like the fact he sees a pass. And when we were playing really well in that spell, mm. I mean, you know, the Anfield game's a great shout there. I mean, he pretty much ran that midfield. Yeah. And that's not an exaggeration. You know, he, he, even the commentators, pretty much everyone... The commentators said the same with Spurs. Yeah. I mean, so it it, said it, Andre, since Andre Gomez come on, he's won this midfield. Yeah, exactly. And they drooled over him. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, you know, and that's what, for me, he gives you... You know, he's mm. not just, obviously, uh, a technically good football. I think... If we can get the best out of him, I think he can run games. He goes you know I mean? and he goes about his business. I think pretty, pretty quietly at times. Yeah, where yeah. you don't always notice him, but he he's so efficient in what he yeah. does. So he doesn't have, give he it away. Not to. He doesn't give it yeah, away. He just yeah. makes the right decisions, and even in tight spaces, which you get that a lot in the Prem. You know, in tight spaces, he keeps the ball. And you know that goal he scored as well was an absolute worldy of a goal, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, he likes to shoot, doesn't he? He yeah, like he loves yeah, to shoot, yeah, and yeah. I, I think. You know, it's at, at times you, you want him to do, to do more yeah, of it because yeah, yeah. He, you know he is he is so good and technical. Yeah, yeah, he is. At, you know, he, and he's he's such a such a talent. And as I said, I, I want to sign him. Um, I just think if if we if we have to make a choice, if it came down to that, and we could get the two of them, but we're allowed to sign one. I think the more important sign is because it's care to you. To be honest with you, um, Pete, you agree with that? I think it's going with me. I think. I think it's Gomez as well because I, I, I just think it's such a hard position to recruit into. It is without paying mega bucks as well at his age. What is he? Twenty five now? Twenty four? Mm. I think you can develop yeah. centre halves easier than you can develop that type of centre midfielder who's comfortable on the ball. I, I just think that's a it's a natural ability that you've either got or you haven't. Yeah. The, the, the only player I'd have come in because it, I mean Zoom is Zoom is obviously very very athletic. He's powerful. What have yet? The only centre half I'd have come in. Who I'd be happy with instead of Kate Zuma is John Stones back. Now you mentioned that. That's the only one I'd have back. And pe- people the company going now though, he'll get probably more of a game, won't he? I don't I don't yeah. know if Guardiola if Guardiola fancies him, to be honest with you. He likes he likes obviously Laporte. Otto Mendy seems yeah, to get seems time. to get a game. Obviously company came in. He's probably obviously brought company in because of the experience at yeah, this time of the season. It was yeah. so important. I, I think company he, he has dropped level or two at, at his age, understandably. Um, but he was brought in for the leadership. I think I think John Stones back to us could be could be a goer. That's in, that's in my own probably in my own mind. He's, <laughs> but he's but he's the only one Wait, I would say back. Box, so aren't you? English centre half. Oh no! Listen, whether whether he whether he can get a little loan, or, I don't know. I don't know. But but Kurt Zuma for me is so important. We look so. Where man, we've gone from looking, we've been ship, we're shipping all sorts of goals yeah. at one point in the season. Yeah. Can't defend set pieces to Michael Keane and Kurt Zuma. And, and, and I'm, I'll put Pickford in my category, just not conceding goals. Mm. You know, um, I mean, Spurs aside, we just didn't concede goals. And it's down to the centre halves. Yeah, but that it is definitely part of that, but it's also, I think, down to. It's not as if we were like defending like the Alamo in some of these games. We prevented a lot of teams from shooting against us. I mean, you just said the Spurs stats there, that's an exception. But a lot of them, Pickford didn't have much to do, did he? No, we didn't. And, and that wasn't a lot down, it wasn't all down to centre half. I think a lot no. of it was down to, you know, we just looked solid from the front to back. But it also mean? comes from an understanding. Yeah. The two centre halves yeah, who were playing saying, yeah. all the time together. Because um, I, I won't be happy if Kurt Zuma goes, we recruit another average centre half, and then Yerry Mina is our. I know what you mean. Yerry Mina and Michael Keane are our two centre halves. Yeah. But listen, it, it does move us on nicely to the the incomings and outgoings and the, the early transfer rumours because we've been into quite a few. 
so far. So I mean, the window opened on the on the sixteenth of May, and that the first one you know to to bring up is probably the goalkeeper from Huddersfield, Lazel, who apparently pretty much brings contact talk with, and it's going to be across the line as a as a backup to to Jordan Pickford. I've, I've seen bits and pieces of him. He's looked looked okay. Um, a lot of people saying he's good as a second choice goalkeeper. He's thirty, is he? Thirty years mm-hmm. of age, obviously. Mm-hmm. Lot, lot younger than Stecklenberg. Um so that's one more we're looking to try and get through the door quite early by the looks of things. One of your good mates is Huddersfield fan, isn't he? And he, 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 you said he, you said he rates him. Yeah, he? I've been to watch Huddersfield play for a fair bit. Um, I, I think if we're signing a, a keeper as a number two, who's been the starting keeper for a Premier League side, it's not bad at all. Mm. And he's an international. Mm. Yeah, look, he's only ever going to be back. They obviously, they obviously think Virginia's not quite ready, don't they? Um, and, and I'd sort of, to be honest with you, I'd sort of agree with that. Watching Virginia, especially probably in recent weeks, um, and he's highly thought of. I know when we got him from Arsenal, Arsenal fans weren't happy that they let him go because he, he's so highly thought of. Um, but I don't think he's quite ready to come in and, and be the second choice. Mm. Pickford needs someone who's going to push him a little bit because. The problem we've had this season with Pickford is when he has been a bit lacklustre in that Newcastle game I'll go back to as, as an example, he knows in his own head there's nobody Stefan Biggs going to come in for me anyway. So I can do whatever I want, effectively. Yeah. And I won't, won't be getting replaced. So to have someone on the bench who's a, a, a Danish international, he's got Premier League experience, it's only going to really, I think, help uh, and push the Jordan Pickford maybe to a, a different level again. That's, that's my thought. So it's not a bad thing. It's a free transfer... He, he yeah. sort of can't really go wrong, can you? Um, they would have picked that out. Silver, Silver has already come out and said, didn't he? Pretty mm. much, that we've got, we've got everyone we want. Mm. Basically, Evan, Evans, not done, but he, he, they've got the list, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and those ones, obviously, sort of the low-hanging fruit type signings like him, they'll definitely pull those in quite mm. early doors, I think. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, if, you know, if they can, if they can get the likes of. You know, Gomez in before the end of May or something like that would be great because obviously it'll lift the fans again, wouldn't it? Thinking, well, look, yeah. you know, we've obviously signed a, a cracking player here mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. But some of the other ones are interesting, isn't it? Some of the other, um, obviously from a forward point of view, we've been linked quite heavily with Mitrovic. Um, really, really 20, 24 going on yeah. 44, <laughs> Sky Sports yeah. News who reported were very very interested <laughs> not just interested yeah. or very interested that's very that, very listen, that's how, that's how did that headline come about I don't know who's sitting though in, in Sky thinking I know how can, how can we report on this what words can we use uh, we were just whacking very twice yeah. to really get it across but yeah I, I think I think that that will get done uh, but from what I'm hearing, you said that I, I'm not sure on him yet. I'm not saying I'm sure on him. I just think it'll happen. I'm not, uh, I'm not saying I, I, I'm sold on him. I, 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 I know he had a good game against his down at Craven Cottage. I just he just bullied. He just bullied us, didn't he? Yeah, he's he's he one made, of those. If you listen to some of the Fulham shouts and that, yeah, so he misses a lot of chances, mm. you know. Uh, and if we want to get get to that sort of next level, I just think we need a better strike than him. He went, went through a patch at the start of the season, didn't he, where he was absolutely... Yeah, he started well. Yeah. But he can be very inconsistent, yeah. it seems, with his form, and not just with his goal-scoring form, with his attitude as well on the pitch. Yeah, he's, he's, he's one of them. He, if you like the fuse him, he goes off, and he's very, very easily wound up. But from, from what I've heard, he's not going to be the only centre-forward who's coming in. It's him and another. Traore from Leon's been linked and we obviously we've seen him in the group League against ourselves last season give us problems but to be fair I would have given Ashley Williams problems in the in the Europe <laughs> that's League. a statement <laughs> well you know but you know it's yeah it's, it's another name that's been linked he's, def- he's a talent isn't he I mean he is a talent yeah. he's quite skillful likes to come in he's left footed isn't he he likes mm-hmm. to come off the right and you know he, he is he is a talent but I, I just think we need that's like an out and out centre forward I mean you know, I know we talked about it briefly the other day about you know someone like a Josh King or or a Wilson or something like that. I'd love Josh King. Well, yeah. Wilson's been linked, hasn't he? Thirty-five mil. Yeah, yeah. Has he? Yeah, Which yeah. is just ridiculous money, for, by the way, for someone who's got no knees. I know. No, but you, do you know what I mean? But they score goals, don't they? They do. You know, but they score goals in the back okay. of my mind, he doesn't. He doesn't fit the criteria, does he? I'm not saying he's not. He's not. More decent. so, Josh King. Josh King for me is, is the. If you're going to go with someone who's 27, because they're both 27, yeah. I'm going for Josh King. Yeah. Over, over Callum Wilson. I yeah, think, I think Josh King is a yeah. real good foil. He's a big, strong, powerful lad. Quick. Almost like Calvert Lewin. Yeah. But he's probably he's just a better finisher. Yeah. I would say. So he's someone. If, I mean, I'm, this is just us plucking names and. Well, we're fishing in that type of pond, yeah, aren't we? Yeah. Because you know, if you look at, we're not going to be able to attract 
the top top level strikers. Mm. You know, and you look at someone like Arsenal, who've obviously got Lacazette and Aubameyang. We're not going to be able to, you know, be able to get those sort of boys, are we? Well, there was and nothing that, like like you yeah. say, Lee. We've gone down the the scouting model. Yeah, the, that's yeah. what France is looking for. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, obviously Neres is another one that maybe maybe he's obviously his price has gone through the roof a bit, maybe. But um, but no, I just think you know, obviously a lot of fans saying strikers the priority, and, and I agree with that. Um, I just think I'd love us just to sign, you know, just afford it, to, you know, to get excited about. Not mm. not like a Mitrovic or something like that. It wouldn't yeah, really yeah. get, you know, get uh, no. blood flowing that would it? Do you know no, what I mean? I mean no. like um, just somebody that you, you know you think. Look, this this lad's going to score twenty goals. Uh, I mean, does it need to be? Does it need to be a, a bit of a marquee, a bit of a statement? Because um, yeah. obviously, centre forward, they, that's the, they're the names, aren't they? They're the ones who scored the goals. Uh, do we need to? Do we need to um, go in the market for someone who's, who is a name? I mean, we've been linked not so much to centre forward, but we linked again with Malcolm at, at Barcelona. He's been touted. He struggled for a game, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been the only game against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we have, we have, you know, wasn't Barcelona pretty much twinned army since last season when we bought half of their half of their squad. <laughs> um, so we've got we got a cracking relationship there with Barcelona, um, but it remains to be seen. It was we've said for a while. Obviously, we've got that. Left back box off with obviously Luca Dean and cover. I'm assuming Baines will be given another another twelve months of him. Nothing that he won't. Um, but now we've got Seamus Coleman right back. Thomas Mounier also heavily linked. Yeah. Um, as as someone to come in, which which would be a fantastic a fantastic signing. Um, I'd, I'd have him all day. By the oh, way, of course, I, know, I, know, I know he's not quite the same sort of you know. Um, sort of like the Dino equivalent, mm. a bit older, isn't he? Yeah but, yeah. but you know, in terms of again the market we're in, I think he'd be a good signing. You know, yeah. an international loves to get forward, mm. loves to get forward, loves to shoot, loves to cross. Yeah. And obviously that's the type of fullback I think he obviously wants. Mm. Um, if you can get him away from PSG, I think that'd be a very good sign. Yeah. Um, and he wouldn't be too pricey either. I think he's, his contract's running down, isn't it? I'll tell you what though, lads, it's a different time to be an Everton fan now, isn't it? it wasn't yeah. so long ago we were thinking. Yeah, who's the one or two loans we might be able oh, to? We should be called Everloan. Yeah. Even we'd say it ourselves, you know, we'd always, I mean, look at the, look at the song that was, we had where when, when Martinez was there, you know, we read them when we saw we signed the players on loan. That was what we used to say. Um, it's a different time, but we're still passing to a bit of a loan now. We do like a loan just to keep up with with tradition, like to bring a bit, a bit of a loan in. But it feels like we're competitive now, doesn't it? We the are. transfer market. Of course, we can't compete with the likes of City or Chelsea or United, but we're competitive now, rather than yeah. And, and we can afford to be trying to get these guys. We're not pulling them. rabbits out of hats anymore yeah. on yeah. transfer deadline day. Yeah. And, and we said that in the early doors. I mean, the key is early doors, isn't it? To try and see, you know, we'd always be down to the last few days of the season, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? You know, uh, sorry, the window. Now, if we can get these guys in, you know, hopefully a few in by the end of May, even, you know, what I mean, I think that would be. We want to get a couple in early. I think, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, we want to get as many as we can in early, but I think if you're looking at getting getting players in, um, and to send out a bit of a message, but also also to help them gel within the side and and understand what the club's all about, and obviously the the tactics and what have you. You want to get them in as early as you can, get a full pre-season, because um, it's only going to help. But I think a lot what what will determine it is going to be who goes and when they go because there's so many players in that squad. I think the 15 mentioned in the paper the other day that you would want out of the club as quickly as possible. You know, Sando, 110 grand a week. Umanias. Um, Morales. Well, he got injured today uh, for Fiorentina today on his hamstring. They, they, and he want to send him back, so he's got a year left. They could be relegated next week. Yeah, relegation dog. Yeah, relegation dog fight. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> so yeah. obviously you've got the likes of um, McCarthy. 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 He's going to want to go. He, he wants. He wants first team football. Um, we'll get it with us. He's been heavily Luck, linked with move away. Isn't he? Luckman's going to go. Hundred and fifty percent. He's going to go. You know what? I know divide, you divide Don't do fans. it to yourself, Lee. I know he's never going to make it with us because he just said it before huge. he came on. He played brilliant. He, and did. he, no, no, he, he did. And they say he played brilliant, so they made an impact. Yeah. There's a player there. There's no doubt. There's a player there. Yeah, there is. He, he's got. He's got. And Twenty million just seems like absolutely nothing. It does. That's yeah. my only concern. Is if we're going to sell him, which is fine. He's only got two years left. I think. So. Yeah. It's attitude with with, with Adam Oluckman. He doesn't apply himself. Obviously, Marco Silva basically said that in saying yeah. he can be a whale beater on a Monday. Yeah. And he can be sort of Kuku Martin on a Tuesday. Yeah. So four, four, four managers have looked at him. Exactly. Yeah. So that I mean, if you can call the others managers. Yeah, but yeah. they have, haven't they? Yeah. They have. Yeah. They've looked at him and they don't fancy him. So that that tells its own story. So I think he does go. 
I'd want more than I want more than twenty million quid though. I, I think especially the way we play now, attack as a team, defend as a team. You can't have a player like that in your starting eleven. No. I think for, you know, fair enough if he's coming off the bench and we, you know, we're trying to attack or we're comfortable. Fair enough, but it, yeah, it doesn't seem like he's got the right attitude to. Bit when he wants to play, he can, and when he doesn't, it's just like he's a liability. I think Delafeo probably worked harder than than yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have drawn have drawn sort of um, on the fact that Walcott mm. was getting the side ahead of him, and I mean, no Walcott has had a pretty poor season. He started pretty well, didn't he? And he's sort of come back into things late on, scored a couple of goals, a couple of, of uh, important goals. But well, because he's a huge ball, though, isn't it? He's, he's a got, pro, he's a proper he's just pro. A, he's just a professional yeah. footballer yeah. In, in, both, in, in his mind, and obviously he, he applies himself correctly. And that's where Luckman needs to improve. He doesn't get his own way. He wants, he wants, to, be, he wants to be a Leipzig, didn't he? Um, going back 18 months ago. The fact that we didn't sell him is sort of wrangled with him, I think. So I mean, the clubs he's linked with so far, Leipzig are one, and then and then Bournemouth, Southampton, yeah. the other team. Well, so, yeah. I, I yeah. can see the Southampton move. I can see, obviously. I can see both. Well, it was, it was, was, was Hassan Hootley he was under yeah. Leipzig. Yeah, yeah. I, can see that. So. I can see that. Happening. Um, but look, I mean, look, you know, you know, losing someone like him maybe a couple of years ago, you'd be absolutely mm. devastated. Nowadays, I don't think you know, with the way we're moving and the positivity behind the club at the minute. Obviously, less gutted about it. Um, we'd love to see him flourish at our club, but I do agree with you. I think. You know, he, he probably will. If we can get maybe thirty million for him, I think we'd be happy with that. I think anybody, he's definitely the one yeah. out of all them that you've just listed. Mm. He's probably one of the ones that you would say that would definitely attract quite a few clubs, wouldn't he? Mm. Do you know what I mean, I think though, I think, I think Snidlin might though as well because Snidlin has done himself a lot of favours. I don't think he'll go now though. I think he will because it's rumours that PSG don't want it's easy game anymore. Um, right, so right. with Vegeta Gay's hanging now, which so so valuable well, to Link McCante, Link McCante, you want Kante, yeah. Herrera's going to PSG, isn't he as well? Yeah. Um we're linked with that Sosa from River Plate, the twenty year old. That's an interesting one, isn't it? That's a really weird one. Well Marcel Brands really Marcel Brands watched him over at the uh, under twenty World Cup in Chile. Did he? So, you know, Marcel Brands is, is the king of these kind of these kind of transfers, you know, plucking them uh, out of nowhere. Like Steve like, like, like Steve Walsh was. Yeah, some, <laughs> some fist hands. If he turns out to be a little mini Imo, oh, but, but you just but you just don't you just don't know. You, as we've said it time again, you, you just got to trust what the work that's being put in, yeah. um, off the, off the pitch, behind the scenes, by the manager, by the director of, of football, and you know I think it's going to be an exciting summer. It's going to be a lot of outgoings, especially. Um, there's going to be some exciting incomings, and I think all in all, it's going to be it's going to be a really good time. I think that's to, be, right. to be an Evertonian, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll be covering some of that as we go on over the summer now, don't we? As well, yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have, a, have a few specials over the course of the summer. Uh, get some content out there. Um, obviously, we'll be discussing transfers. Obviously, when they're happening. Um, further links. Hopefully, a couple of a couple of extra little specials as well along the way uh, with a, with a couple of guests. So the content will still be coming out um, over the summer. Say so the sort of every every other week or so, um, so keep on listening. But thanks over the course of the the well half a season with ourselves, really for for listening, tuning in. You know we've we've, we've expanded quite quite nicely. We've had loads of support. Thanks to our, our first guest the last time, Callum, who came on, did, did a really good yeah. job. Um, next season we're going to be be doing more and more, and and hopefully growing again with with all your support. So thanks for listening. And we'll be in touch over the summer. Sports Social Podcast Network.